Welcome back to another episode of the Neon Popsicle Podcast. That's right, you heard it right, baby. This never ends. We never end. (laughs) Creating a future more ready here on Neon Popsicle. I'm the co-host, Stephen P. Stephen P. I'm the host, Jason Antonio Banderas. Jason Antonio Antonio. Sorry, I don't know what got into us. That G Fuel, sorry. Shout out G Fuel. Shout out G Fuel. Got us sponsored for the day. Got the bubblegum flavor. New bubblegum drop. Gumdrop. Glad we got our hands on that. Yeah, dude. I haven't checked the actual numbers, but uh, Joe Rogan plus $100 million contract equals facts? You look that up right now. I hear it's a legend, but goddamn, Joe Rogan supposedly signed a $100 million deal to go exclusive to Spotify. What a power move. Power move for sure. You know, I knew it was going to come because just the other day while I was watching it, I was watching the Elon Musk one, and I saw... A few hours after he had posted it, he had gotten like 9 million views. At that point, I was like, I can't believe he. this is just free on YouTube for people to watch. <laughs> that is crazy. He gets so much traction. And he has a lot of pull now. Yeah. It's crazy. He's number one podcast, I feel, just in the eyes of advertisers. And like, I, don't, I feel like he's so far ahead in podcasting too, even as far as podcasting is in the field. Cause like, who else has that many episodes? That many episodes, that many con- like constant viewers, even very Millions. loyal too. Very loyal viewers. People get people get tattoos of the guy. So checking out Google here, what does it say? According to the Wall Street Journal, the deal could amount to more than a hundred million. <whistles> a number that Rogan doesn't want to discuss. It feels gross, he told me, especially right now when people can't work. This is true. I mean, you don't want to talk about it. Joe knows this. Good on you, Joe. Good moves. Keep it up. Proud of you. But why? Where do you think this number 100 million came from? I don't know. Maybe, you know? maybe some one of the Spotify executives is like, come on, Joe. There's got to be a number for you. And he's like, all right. Fucking 100 million. And the executive was like, okay. <laughs> he and got Joe a was like, on him. was like, fuck yeah. What? I think Spotify was just down to spend whatever it took to get his podcast exclusive on their thing. So many people will now be going on to that. Like, I don't know. I don't know how many Joe Rogan podcast listeners didn't have Spotify already. You know, I don't know how much many more viewers are making from this. And they will definitely get a big boost in subscribers. You think? I Yes. Even if it's a 10 to 20%, that's huge. Do you think they're going to make you have to subscribe to him, like, with money to watch his shit? You have to subscribe to Spotify. And it's weird how some people like Joe Rogan in this instance are like a, like a harbinger of money in a sense. Like he kind of just like money, he, he attracts money to him now. He attracts it. Advertisers pay him to just be him. They, Spotify pays him to just talk and like because they know that they'll be able to A, charge more for their ad space if somebody chooses to advertise during Joe oh, Rogan's show. Ad space. There or you go. people will subscribe to them and pay Spotify every month in order to have access to Joe's library. Because he's going to take everything off of YouTube by the end of the year. YouTube yeah. will not have his library. What do you think this means for the people who sponsor Joe Rogan's podcast right now? Does anyone sponsor his podcast? Like we're sponsored by... Yeah, like Dollar Shave Club, MeUndies, those. I haven't heard anything recently. Do you... Yeah, I think he does have, all that with the, sponsors. I mean, shit, he won't need to. He won't need to. 
Um, Unless Spotify has somebody. But he says he's not a, an employee of Spotify. So I don't know if they can force him to say anything, any ads or anything. But that's a cra- mm. that's that's a pretty that's a pretty bold move. So I see other other like media outlets following suit, YouTube, things like that. Yeah, YouTube will have to. Huh. They won't have to. They won't have to get anyone. They won't have to, but um, because Joe Rogan isn't a majority of their views, so they don't. It's not like they're afraid to lose Joe Rogan yeah. specifically. Maybe not YouTube, but maybe things like maybe people like Pandora or tide title any new like upcoming i guess podcast apps or music apps too i guess this opens up like how much money broadcasters like joe rogan or like us could get paid to be exclusive on a platform how much they're worth it's good to be recognized as a legitimate a legitimate source of entertainment and attention this is good stuff good news good news for the podcasting community now I feel like there'll be a lot of people trying to come up with their own podcasts because they're going to be like, oh, I got to get on that $100 million deal. They've been like making podcasts since Rogan was way longer. I was listening to podcasts about making podcasts when I worked at Petco. Uh-huh. Shout out Petco. Before we get too far into it, don't forget to follow us on the Instagram. Neon underscore Popsicle. And hit us up on Twitch. We'll be finishing up Final Fantasy VII very, very soon. Pretty, pretty soon. I'm going to be trying to stream every gameplay we get of that until we finish it. Yeah, it's almost done, so I think that won't be too many. But if you guys would like to catch us and just hang out, play some games, check us out on Twitch. Twitch.tv forward slash neon underscore popsicle. Look for that neon light logo. Follow the neon light. You know, I was going to say, like, shout out Kate Sith. But I feel like she won't even be a controllable character. Her part of the game will be a DLC, and she'll just be a character like Killer. They're gonna make the rest of the game DLC. I don't think they're gonna make. They're not gonna make you want to download the DLC. They're gonna make you need to download this DLC. It's gonna finish the game. Yeah. They're gonna introduce Kate Sith. Um, they're gonna introduce. I right now. I just unlocked Red Thirteen. You cannot use him. Right. But he fights like with you. That's how Kate Sith will be, I feel. I think Red will be usable later in huh. the next, as they DLC and shit. I, that's just what I think. And then Kate Sith might be introduced that way if she needs to be. That's That'd be weird to do it that way, but that'd be cool. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Yeah, because then you'd have to, I don't, I, I just, it's going to upset me if that's the case. Man. I've never seen a game change that much. Do DLC, and I don't think they're going to do that with this. It doesn't look like they've cared too much about it so far. They're like, only going to complete the game. They can't They're going to complete the story. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're just not going to be able to play Killer. Fuck. And yeah, you won't be able to should, play Kate Sith. We and call you won't him. Be able to play, you might be able to play Vincent, maybe. But he'll also be able to DLC, but so maybe not. They might Damn, all be like support dude. characters. Damn, that, that's a shame. Ain't it? Yeah, the video game industry, dude. And it, it's a, <sighs> We're going to be like the ones who review... Like these shitty games, and like really, really stick it to these game designers and these developers who show just just the bare minimum, two par amount of effort in a game, like no more. I don't know why they seem to cost so much. They, it's that's maybe why they can never finish a game and do it well because it costs too much money. 
And they, they treat their workers like slaves, bro. I think they put the money in the wrong places, And too. I got to be careful <laughs> saying treat them like slaves. That's a pretty sensitive. People get <clears throat> Yeah, sometimes. <clears throat> maybe, we maybe we'll just cut that out. But <laughs> they work their people in sweat boxes, bro. Like, it's not even... Like, they work them 12-hour days. They, they don't give them the breaks that they need. They just have such a tight time schedule to get all this shit done. They work them to the bone. To the bone. Nice work, bone daddy. <laughs> Shout out Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas. Christmas. Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> Jason. Freaking jinx me during a podcast. Oh, yeah. Get it into gear, guys. If you can make... I'm curious, actually. Yes? First, Okay, maybe let me just right. say this point first. <laughs> if you can make a game... So iconic as Final Fantasy VII back in the day on a system like the PlayStation 1 where all we had were polygon graphics. Um, I think nowadays you should be able to create at least a similar, if not better, iconic vibe. Without a doubt. I think they rely too much on the graphics. They don't... They think that it's just going to solve the problem, dude. They think that all we want is graphics. All we want is for it to look real. That's not true. And okay, I'll sacrifice some of the graphical textures on this game to have some like actual real movement. Oh, God forbid, dude. The character models. Get me off of that two character model movements per character. And I understand that's that passed in the first one, Final Fantasy VII, because again, it was only PlayStation. But the story was so much deeper. And I, they're, I don't know, man. It, maybe I just, my fault, I, maybe I'm comparing too much. Maybe it's the office syndrome. Do you know what I'm talking about when I say mm. The Office Syndrome? Let me know that. Have you ever seen the British version of The Office? Yeah. Okay, so if you don't know, the U.S. version of The Office we know now is a remake. When I went back after I've watched the U.S. Office, I went back and I kept comparing all the characters to the other characters in the British one. Okay? You can't do that uh-huh. and enjoy it. Right. Because, yes, there is some characters based on the models of the UK show in the US one. There is, uh-huh. quote-unquote, a Jim. There is, quote-unquote, a Dwight. But even doing that will ruin it for you because there isn't a Jim. There isn't a Dwight. There just is characters. And you'll understand that if you would go back and watch it on Netflix or wherever it is now. Maybe that's what I'm doing. I'm comparing this one. It should be held in its Coming own game. Coming out on HBO game. Max now. There you go. And HBO Max just dropped literally yeah. today. Yeah. 27th, actually, yesterday. But that maybe that's what I'm doing. Maybe I'm comparing these models too much to the Final Fantasy VII game in the past when I need to completely separate the two. Just because there's a Cloud, there's a Tifa, there's a Barrett, and there's similar characters and similar notions and yes. things does not mean... It's the same game. I understand. I, I, I have to separate it in my mind. I feel like Final Fantasy thirteen was given more emotional looks, like actions and motion in the characters. Final Fantasy thirteen was pretty badass. Pretty dope. Uh, I gotta find a way to play that again. Even with, <laughs> with Final Fantasy thirteen though, I will tell you, I had to completely let go of trying to make sense of what I was doing and playing. Because... There's basically, the, the story is so big, you'll, you'll have to play it on your own. Yeah. I can't, there's no way I'm going to get into the story here. But you almost have to just buy into that world. Like, this is this world, 
that's this is how things work here and i that's yeah. really the best way i can put it in words it's like you have to let go i don't even understand who the bad guys are i just know that they're the people i'm fighting i just know i am here and i must kill it's really really <laughs> it's so good and i i liked the the battle system certain uh, battle types and anyway Shout i can go i can go on and on but says Ketroy, best final fantasy character changed my mind is he your main he's my main for sure team hope you know team hope oh you know hope's, hope's a hidden power okay like a gohan hope hope's like a gohan look at hope he is in the final fantasy 13 lightning returns he looks like that yeah, look, it looks like, look at that. All grown up. All grown up. I really want to shout it out. Saz is cool. Oh, my God. He was a good support. He was dope. He had haste. He was the first one to get no haste. Gamer pro tip. First okay. one to learn haste. Nice. That's why I loved him so much. Haste is helpful. Lightning is original video game bay. Bro, they're all banging on this game. Yeah. They did, <laughs> all of them. They did good work. Look at this, uh... Final Fantasy 13 Lightning Returns. Bro, she had a, there was a, we pre-ordered the game. And uh, when you do that, you get this outfit, the cloud outfit. Okay, see, I did see that. But Cloudy. basically, on her game, you fought and you switched outfits during battle. And different outfits had different abilities and skills. Different huh. powers, different weapons. I just like to call that game Final Fan Service 13. Final Jeez. Fan Service? Some of these outfits that she had were like, like, damn, like. Oh, whoa. There's there a, a bunch? bunch. Yeah, that's like like her her weapons. Bro, this reminds me of this Spider-Man game I played once. I can't remember. I think it was for the PlayStation. Maybe the Xbox. But it was so bad. No, it was definitely PS1. And it was one of the only ones where I can't. There's one more that came out since then. But you would change his outfit and each outfit had a different power associated with it. And uh, one of them was like an ultimate Spider-Man where he was like super strong and took barely any damage or something. That's what this reminds me of. And I, I like aspects like that. Fight Night Championship. Certain trunks gave you certain aspects. Plus one, plus two, whatever. Like she has some pretty skimpy outfits. Anyway. Back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Mom's spaghetti. Oh, sweat bombing on a sweater already. What's up with the freaking Australia having insanely dangerous animals? Okay theory just created right now in my head they so it used to be a prison colony yeah the dangerous animals were left there on purpose because who cares about the prisoners dangerous animals were left there on purpose but what do you mean um so like were they brought there when we're yeah maybe maybe they were brought there or they just weren't worried about taking them out you think every so you think we had dangerous animals like that here on our soil at one point, we just took care of them? Yeah. Nobody heard about them, though? Hmm. Maybe. Like, well, what at are they? At one point. We're, we're all, like, industrial now. America. What were they? I don't know. Locusts? I heard there's a... Did you know locusts are just grasshoppers? Locusts are just grasshoppers? Yeah. Grasshoppers, when in groups, start to become locusts. When they Then they swarm. When they swarm up together, they morph into the locusts yes what yes the innocent little green grasshopper you see when in packs morphs into locusts this gets more vicious yes that's crazy yes so digging a little more into that it's actually there's a, a, a certain species of shorthorn grasshoppers transform into locusts wow but they're not uncommon 
So one can fairly say grasshoppers turn into locusts. So apparently after 17 years on the ground, there are cicadas that are emerging in South Virginia. As many as 1.5 million cicadas are emerging each acre. God in, damn. In South Virginia. That's a f- <laughs> fucking sheet of cicada. And those are big bugs too. Yep. They're harmless, but there's going to be a bunch of them coming out this year. 17-year that- cicadas are waking up. 17-year sleep. What? It's gonna be so loud, bro. You know how loud those fuckers are. Oh, so loud, dude! I don't want to kill myself just thinking about it. Uncle Eric's house in Vegas used to have cicada in his <sighs> trees. Dude, we had a cicada in our tree. I wanted to blow my. No, not really. That's very violent. I really, dude. It really was annoying. <laughs> <laughs> it was really annoying. So they have the platypus. Oh. Shoots, like like shoots spines, dude. Like toxic it shoots. I don't know if it does it shoot it. Bruh. I knew it had like a poisonous barb on its foot. Bruh. That can, it can like prick you with, but I don't think it was very. Can you not di- say that word here? Sorry. I, was, I don't think it was very damaging to humans. Google that shit. Yeah, right. I think it can poison you and, and you can die. No. Platypus can kill people. Platypus kill. The platypus is one of the few mammals to produce venom. The venom <gasps> is primarily secreted from the re- tear ducts. Oh, from the tear ducts during mating season. <laughs> While the venom's effects are described as excruciatingly painful, it is not lethal. Oh, but it's very painful. Oh. Dang. Out of its tear ducts? Tear ducts? What? Where's the where's its Was it gonna squirt it from its eye? Was it was it burn you? It was pointing at like the barb. Yeah, yeah. So what? Oh, maybe its tear ducts produced the ve- I don't know. What uh, did that shoots say? Shoots it out of its does not sh- oh okay Does yeah it's gonna it? shoot you is see. it projectile projectile barb it just has to hit you with it with its toe yeah and inject yeah it looks like it's the little barb little barb on the foot Nipple. barb do they nurse from this duct <laughs> the <laughs> same duct <laughs> what are they nursing from hmm. huh. the platypus foot. are weird dude and then, and then plat platypes plat platypi platypin could a platypus poison me? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. We learned today it really hurts to get hit by a platypus. Um, toe biters? Toe biters. Are those exclusive to Australia? Australian toe biters. Oh, those bloody bastards toe bit my toe. Water bug family natives of southern Canada and the United States. Everyone, Check your shoes for toe biters. Oh, dude. They say their bites are extremely painful. It's real? Very, it, they're going to bite your toe. They'll bite your toe. Give it your toe, it'll bite it for sure. That's its favorite food, you dude. Dude. Peanut butter Get and this toe bug sandwich. Out of here. Why do we find them? Toe biter, <laughs> giant water bug. Shout out Coyote Peterson. Yeah, he's this a guy, real one. Have you seen his videos going around getting stung by all these more and more painful bugs? I'm afraid to get stung by a bee, bro. Dude, <laughs> never have been, and I'm going to keep it up that way. I've been stung once. Mm-hmm. Um, not solidly. <laughs> not jealous. I don't know if the bee meant to sting me. Oh, it meant to. Bees are assholes. But I grabbed it when it was on my neck. There's a reason why they're endangered. And then I threw it, and I'm not sure maybe I grabbed its stinger, or maybe it stung me. But I definitely felt a sting, and I was like, ow, ow. You know, I could, I could handle it again, though. Would you do it all over if you could? No, I wouldn't purposely put myself <laughs> through that. But Dude, there's some kind of therapy. People will sting themselves with bees, and it's supposed to help with arthritis pain and shit. Wow. They'll get bees and, like, uh, uh, tweezers, 
and then they'll sting you in your joints. It's supposed to help. This guy's probably never getting arthritis, this Coyote Peterson. <laughs> He's stung by everything. That's wild. Hey, you know it's also supposed to help with allergies for the wildflowers in your area if your allergies are really bad? Sting yourself with the local bee. Oh, it'll inject it'll, you with you'll like get, you'll get antibodies stuff. to that local flower. Yeah. Because bees have the antibodies to the flower. Yeah, bees basically flowers. Of course. Bee equals flower. Yeah. You bees the b- flowers. Wait. Bees flowers? Yeah, bees flowers. Wait, can you explain to me how a bee, a flower? Look into it for yourself. Have you guys, shout out bee, the bee movie. He doesn't, a flower, on the bee movie, he, a human. <laughs> wow, that's one kinky bee. You like jazz? <laughs> okay. Would you ever go to Australia? Yeah. Yourself? There's this girl out in Australia that I am talking to. Oh, down under. Yeah, I'd be down to go out Give there. Give you some love down under. Yeah, we go way back. We met on an online mobile app. Uh, an online mobile app? A gaming app, not even a dating app. Whoa. Yeah, you shout play, out uh... Summoner's War. Whoa. <laughs> okay, shout out Summoner's War. Connecting yeah. souls back across the, the land. Back in the day. She'd be worth it, bro. What, would you? I have no hinkering. To go there. I understand. There's no hot babe in Australia waiting, you know? I feel like it's just one big desert. Not really keen in the desert. Yeah. Maybe to see... God, I'd have to look... Yeah. I'd have to look up what's even cool there. What does Australia even really look 42 like? 42 Wallaby Way, Sydney. Wow, you know, that <laughs> did look pretty there. That looked pretty there. The Opera House. Finding right. Nemo, changing my perspective on Australia. The East Australian Current. Like the coral reefs are there. The Great Barrier Reef. Dude, enlighten these good people. Why does Crush sound the way he sounds? Because sometimes turtles, when they're in the ocean, will sting themselves on the jellies and catch a quick, smooth fade. Yeah, they basically get faded when they get stung by jellyfish. So right outside of the jelly patch, they come out and those turtles are lit. Dude, Crush is (laughs) lit. So that that was actually a pretty fun fact, because I was always wondering, why is Crush so damn cool? Why is he the coolest one? Why is he my main? I main, for sure. You know, I main Crush. Who do I main in Finding Nemo? I, I main Marlin's anemone. <laughs> <laughs> They're living creatures, you know. I main Coral. Coral dies pretty early. That's sad. <laughs> you know? You know, she touched my heart. What about a place like Egypt? You've seen those pictures of Egypt, how, how, how it's like so disenchanting to see the reality around the, the pyramids. I was just going to say, oh, I'd love to go to Egypt. But I just saw the other day, there's like a KFC right outside of the Sphinx. <laughs> it totally ruins the whole thing. I don't think that land should have been touched. Are there any national parks in that part of the world? No. I don't That's feel why like they're going to build all up on that shit. They don't, they're not preserving anything. They're just preserving the pyramids and the Sphinx itself. I wouldn't be surprised if they build hotels around the Sphinx soon. Or they turn, they turn like one of the pyramids or the Sphinx into a hotel. That shit would be haunted. There's no way. Do you think there's still some haunted treasures in one of the, the pyramids? Do you think there's anything at all that's been sacred? Sacredly untouched? Yeah, I do. If, if these Indiana Jones movies are like they look, if they're true, I'm there's for sure some hidden doors we haven't found yet. No. You, you should have had to have, like, level 5 Egypt clearance in order to get past. 
It had to solve like a series of Egyptian riddles or something. Read yeah. the patterns on the wall in order to pass. Fight a mummy. Do something. You know, you get the idea. Some kind of Egyptian alchemic challenge to 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 get access to this land. I played Crash Bandicoot, and in those Egyptian levels, there's all these booby traps and stuff. Or do you think there were booby traps in the pyramids in real life? You've seen the Goonies, right? I've seen the Goonies, and I've seen so many movies like that, so it can't be fake. It's got to be based on something real. It's real life. Booby traps. Yes. In Egyptian pyramids. And I'd love to be granted access and, like, Nicolas Cage that shit and find, like, a clue to it, a hidden treasure. How do you how do you gain access to... Is it... You choose invisibility as your power. <laughs> invisibility over flying. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what you pick. That's what get you into those things. But no, you'd have to, who can you become like friends with? You know, who do you need to know? Damn, bro. I heard that there's a Garden of Eden and that you're not allowed in it. I heard that when I was a kid that there's an, an angel guarding the gates of, to the Garden of Eden. It's an actual place and you cannot go. I know that that's probably not true. A garden guarded by an angel and I heard with a fire sword. Is that true? <laughs> that's what I heard too. A flaming sword. I've seen these bugs. They're pretty crazy. Like Egyptian scarabs, like from the mummy. Yeah. And like the actual living things. They're like reflective red in a certain light. Dude, these bugs seem to have a royal connotation to them. Golden bug. A bug made of pure gold. As the old emperors used to believe. Put that shit on my neck. (laughs) That's drip. That's real drip, bro. Egyptian. Egyptian. That's what the Egyptian pharaohs. The neon Damn. popsicle scarab. That's my new rap name, Egyptian. Egyptian. Dang. That's pretty cool, actually. Like, really, though, like, in order to get to some of these parts, you should have to, like, ride camelback for 40 days and 40 nights. Yes. You know? I believe so. Follow the North Star. Yeah. Type shit, bro. Meet a voyager along the way who will point you in the right direction. Get lost and see an oasis and a mirage and shit. Like, get lost in the desert, bro, and your only hope is to be found type shit, dude. Then you might be able to come across these booby traps. Okay. That's how this should be. That's how it should have been. But no. There's a freeway right off the exit of the pyramid of (laughs) Giza. You you take the fucking 395. Take the exit off of Giza? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I got all the Giza streets. Meet me at the intersection of Giza and Sphinx. (laughs) If you hit King Tut, you've gone too far. Oh, King Tut. I'm going to look up King Tut. He's rolling in his grave, just being disrespectful. He's going to, no. Disrespecting King Tut, dog. Damn. Do you have a busted nose? Is that real? King, what was it his name was? Tut in Common. Tutton in common? Mm -hmm. That's awesome. What? (laughs) There's no way King Tut looked like a baby. I'm going to put this picture on (laughs) the podcast also. (laughs) CNN.com. King Tut's surprising virtual autopsy. He's got nice tits. Look at his foot. What the? What? If he he looked like that, I'd have known. Okay, I went to school. Like a oblivion character. (laughs) What the fuck, dude? King Tut. So what's his deal, man? So why is he so revered? You see how long their heads are, bro? Anunnaki, G. Real stuff. Damn, I saw that Tut's Kandansu head. <laughs> that was crazy. Tut in common. Don't disrespect the name. King Tut was an Egyptian pharaoh famed for his 
opulent tomb. So like his extravagant sarcophagus. That's what he's known for. Discovered intact in 1922 with his mask and mummy in its original sarcophagus. So like I guess one of like the still preserved oh. almost maybe like one of the was he most even important? Pharaohs. Was he even important in pharaoh culture? King Tut. I mean, you wouldn't like be. He, you... No one else was would have been buried in something that looked like that. That mm. ordained or ordained. Mm. Mm. Ornate. That ornate. Ah, perfect. Yeah. Why else would they write? Hmm. I don't know where they found it. Where did they find it? In the center of a pyramid, I thought. Right. They got through all the booby traps and shit. They jumped across the moving platforms. <laughs> they didn't hit the J. They waited until the mouths were done breathing fire. Galaxy quested that shit. Four, four, two, four, one, go. After his death at age 19. King Tut died at age 19, guys. So he was just like a babe. Okay. He accomplished little. (laughs) However, his powerful advisors restored the traditional Egyptian religion, which had been set aside by his father, who had led the Amarna Revolution. So after his death... King Tut disappeared from history until the discovery of his tomb in 1922. So why? Like he didn't even do anything. He's one of the, he's important to us. And maybe this is why. During his reign, Tutankhamun accomplished <laughs> little. However, his powerful advisors restored the traditional Egyptian religion. I see. Maybe he was coming up in the family who whose plan was to change religion as they knew it and his advisors couldn't have that happen. Had him killed at a young age. That's why it's important to us because remnants of that religion have been passed down. I don't know. It's very interesting. But where was it found? Yeah. Egypt. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Google. Fuck you, Google. Where did they you know, find I, like, his tomb? Smiled at me. Where did they find it? Yeah, yeah, look at that one. King Tomb and Facts. History.com. Straight up, bro. Historychannel.com. Oh. <clears throat> Dang, look at that golden-ass sarcophagus, dog. Oh, pure gold. Wow. How are you even going to carve something like that? How are you even going to do that? Well, gold's one of the most malleable metals. Damn. Ah, there he is. How'd he die? Many theories. Oh, he did have a clubbed left foot. Like that picture. Wow. Huh. So he couldn't even stand. Maybe he was, yeah. He just died. Then he was like a miracle child to begin with. Yeah. That's why he was covered in gold when he died. Okay. I'm guessing, you know? Yeah. Seemed like he had issues, like he was special. Or just a tomb. Suggest it made it seem like, like, how did they discover his tomb in 1922? Like it was hidden somewhere. Or did they just never explore these? They probably didn't even explore him until then. We'd have to look into the person who found him. Who found King Tut in 1922? Then you dive in to that shit. Howard Carter was a British archaeologist. And Egyptologist. Became world famous after discovering the intact tomb of the 18th dynasty pharaoh, King Tut's Kutuntu. Dang, so just archaeologist mother ever un- came through. He's like, I'm exploring this place. You guys can't stop me. Like a regular Indiana Jones, that one. Wow. Maybe he was based on... Was Indiana Jones based on Howard Carter? Kind of looks like the guy. Egypt is a pretty crazy place. That'd be a crazy time to go back and look at, bro. There's a lot of lore in Egypt, yeah. A lot of gold like in their decoration it was probably like at its height it was probably a beautiful place like rome like the rome in its height like empires and shit the the byzantine empire and, and, and people went around the ottoman empire yeah <laughs> yeah dude like whoa dude like suits of armor and shit swords what was going on in like 3000 bc 
Like what was what was happening? What was the big what was the what was the hap, you know, and in three thousand BC? What was going on? People riding mammoths. Hey, how's it going, Carl? Did they speak English three thousand BC? No. What, what was? I don't think they spoke any of the same language as we did today. I think they spoke Latin and Greek. Whoa. Latin, you know, like. I don't know, let's see. That's like a dead language now. Like, Whoa. You know? So three thousand BC held dead language. Let's see. Let's see. Well, I'm probably not going to find all this information. There's dude, that's so far third back. Third millennium. Oh golly. <laughs> Wikipedia. The previous millennium had seen the emergence of advanced urbanized civilizations, new bronze metallurgy, extending the productivity and agricultural work, and the highly developed ways of communication in the form of writing. Hmm. Sort of sharing messages by writing? States and societies were only these small areas. Indus, Norte Chico. That's what they were called. Man, Let's there's so much Chico. knowledge I have nothing to I know, know about. What the hell is this Norte Chico? Peru. Oh, yeah, right there. This Norte Chico civilization was during the third millennium, 3000 <laughs> BC. Oh, my God. <laughs> One of the first advanced civilizations, while North America was still mostly hunter-gatherer stage. That's insane to me. What Probably the? still hanging out in like little clans and stuff. And these guys were... Had like Looking a, at mm, us like these animals. Whoa. Yeah, they had like crazy uh, architecture and things like that. Big pyramid style. I think they were visited by aliens. Dog. Whoa. That's for, that's freaking. I mean, we can't beat the, that's, I mean, the biggest thing in the universe, you know? Yeah. What is the cosmic role of human in this whole thing? I would go back to Norte Chico now if I had a time travel machine knowing because I wouldn't just go back to Egypt. I'd go way back to first civilizations and see what they were. Totally. Norte Chico. <laughs> Shout out Norte Chico today. What do you think the cosmic role of... That's a different episode altogether, I think. You know, I... I cosmic role? Oh. Cosmic role of people in the universe? That's its own topic. I'm just about ready to melt this popsicle stand. Right. Maybe we'll get into that topic <laughs> next episode, guys. Um... If you haven't already, be sure to follow on the Spotify. Be sure to hit the follow on the Instagram at neon underscore popsicle. And don't forget to follow the Twitch. We'll wrap up this Final Fantasy VII. We gotta at least play it through to the end. If you heard anything you liked, if you had a laugh, if you had a good time checking us out, or if you thought of anyone while you were listening to this podcast, let them know about us. Share this podcast with your friends and family. It's the only way we're gonna grow. We're gonna be making some pins soon. Got a image vectorized. Just got to send it in to the pin guys. And um, yeah, we got we got some work done. Uh, shout out Malice Logos on Instagram at Malice, M-A-L-I-C-E dot logos. He'll vectorize and make you your own original logo if you need. He helped us out with the Neon Popsicle one. Oh, yeah. I'll post a picture of that one maybe. Maybe? Yeah. Rough yeah. draft of it for you guys. Definitely. The colors and stuff will change, but you'll get the idea, the, the, the build of the logo. And like Jason said, we'll be getting our pins done very soon. Anybody who shares this podcast will for sure remember you and be giving you guys a great supporter pin yeah. or supporter sticker, whatever comes of that vectorized logo. We'll have a competition. We'll have some kind of contest where you share, pick a couple people to get a free pin. And uh, who's be who will be making the pins for us? Known other than? At pinplugged.com. At pinplugged on Insta. Gamer pins there. 
There's a couple other pins, not just gamer pins. They had a detailed designed dinosaur head. They have a cool Zeus head. They have some cool. They have a lot of stuff. Pop culture designs. They 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 have a lot of. They're on point with the trends as well. So when there's something cool, trendy coming out around going on, they typically have a pin of it. So stay up with them on their Instagram at Pinplugged. Go to their website. Get 10% off anything. Use the code. The real ones at checkout, all caps. And that's not the just real off ones. one item. That's 10% off your entire order. So go ahead, pick your favorite pins, put it together, 10% off, code word, the real ones at checkout. All caps and spaces. I want to get that Dreamland and Final Destination pin. Popsicle stick joke time. All right. <clears throat> I'm going to lay this one on you here. Make it a stumper. What do you call someone who refuses to fart in public? So they're refusing to do something specifically in public and fart. Uh, uh, okay, you're passing wind. Not in the public? Pri- I can't, I can't, I can't. A private tutor. I was going to say private something. Tutor, that's funny. <laughs> A private tutor. I was going to say private something. Ah, oh, that's funny, tutor. <laughs> Bro, have you ever seen that E-Bombs video, Raging Fred? Oh, Raging Fred. No. 